Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> Please take your seats. School is now in session. Welcome to Homeschool Podcast. Homeschool. The Homeschool Podcast. Why? Because it was homeschool. It's time to document the journey. Hello, hello, and welcome back. Welcome, beautiful people. This is the Homeschool Podcast. It means the world to me that you're here because we know you got a lot of options out there for podcasts. So look at you. You're here. What are you even doing here? I haven't even been here. What are you doing here listening to the Homeschool Podcast when you got all these other great podcasts out there? I'm just fucking with you guys. I appreciate it. Um, I wasn't even here last week. Uh, I did not do an episode last week. I'm sorry, guys. I've been slipping lately. And, um, you know, it's just... Uh, to, to throw a bunch of excuses at you, it, it, it's a, it's a, a crazy time in the world for me with things uh, being busy. It's good things. It's good things, you guys. I've been touring like 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 crazy. I've got uh, y- you know emails going out, emails coming in, updating my website. Like if you're if you're an artist who does all your own shit, you know what I'm talking about. Like I've been doing stand up. This February will be 14 years and. I've never had an agent. I've never had a manager. Everything you see before you, I've done, which isn't much. It's a fucking red curtain, microphone. You had to teach yourself how to do a podcast. You got to teach yourself how to do stand up. You got to teach yourself how to, you know, edit your own website and then keep the tour dates updated. Get yourself booked, like like everything. So if you're if you're a self made artist where you've had to learn to do everything on your own just to even stay in this and be relevant, then you know what I'm talking about. And it was just, it was just a chaotic couple of, a couple of weeks. And it's part of what I want to talk about. So today we've got no guests today. It's me and you one-on-one solo. And uh, it's part of what I want to talk about is how uh, I've, I've, I've been in town for the month of November, which I've told you guys, you know, I've been touring like Pretty much from February of 2021, I've consistently I've, I've, I started touring in February of 2021, and it hasn't really stopped. I mean, maybe towards the holidays last year it slowed down like a little bit, but it hasn't really stopped. This year again, it just didn't do it. I had the Only Love Can Save the World tour from 2021, Only Love Can Save the World tour 2022, and it ends this year. I got a brand new tour, new tour name in 2023, and so I've been like crazy working a lot which is fantastic it's great and a part of it i would i would uh, i would say is because i 
am uh, uh, I hit the ground running after a two-year lockdown, after a two-year quarantine, which you know I've been wanting to do an, a podcast about that. Which like maybe it won't be this. Maybe another day, I soon I will do a completely different po- podcast, like following up to episodes we had during the pandemic. Now during the pandemic, we would uh, you know I talked a lot about when we do come back hit the ground running and that's exactly what I did. So we'll do a whole nother episode on that, but bottom line is is that I have been consistently busy. Thank God. Thank thanks to God, thanks to my hard work, thanks to a lot of people that believe in me, saw something in me and uh are willing to give me a chance. And then again, thanks to myself for showing up to the responsibilities because it's one thing if somebody gives you opportunities and it's another thing what you're going to do with it so that's been going on but the month of november i did not tour at all i said that i was going to take the month off i was going to stay in town and that's exactly what i did and i still stayed busy i got booked you guys like you wouldn't believe from la bookings just you know, comedy clubs, little spots, bar shows. Um, I hit a lot of open mics. And, you know, it it just goes from what I've constantly preached on here for years and and what has been preached to me about how when you just go out, things happen. It just snowballs. Uh, Like Joey used to say to me, Joey Diaz used to say to me, like, you know, he says to everybody, nothing good happens on the couch. And and it, it, it's just, it's true. If you don't go out, you are like, you have 0% chance of getting anywhere. If you go out, yeah, there's a chance you won't get anywhere, but you, you, you've upped the odds that it might. And I also taped a special earlier in May and I have just been like trying to not have any of that material anymore. And so I wrote a bunch of new stuff and I was working it all at Mike's and it was all going really good. And, uh, you know, then I got booked on uh, a couple of shows just from the guys who run it saw me and they also ran real shows and it's just been spiraling and, you know, it's important to keep up with your social media show that you're out every night, remind these people that you still live where you live and you're still there to do spots. So I took the month of November off, stayed busy. And, um, anyway, this is not to give you guys excuses why I didn't do an episode last week, but this is, um, more what the, uh, the podcast is about is, how I'm dealing with these new challenges and life changing and all things that are really, really good and positive. And there's some negatives in there, but the, the positive outweighs the negative for sure. So <clears throat> I just got a whole bunch, but just, just super busy. And now I'm actually like in all of that, you guys, I've actually still been booking tour dates, but for the future, because you got to have a plan for the future. If you're sitting there at home right now and you're thinking like, what am I going to do for New Year's Eve? I'm an artist. Where am I going to perform? Guys, you should have been thinking about that three months ago. Okay? So that's what you should have been doing three months ago. If you're, if you're thinking about what bookings you're going to get in December, in December... It's not a good sign. It's not a good sign. In December, you got to be thinking about your March bookings, okay? At least March. And I'm not saying that you can't take new dates because what happens is is when you're ahead of the game and you're making sure that you at least have one or two 
um, you know, gigs in your calendar for the each for the each months or however many you find necessary for you. Um, <clears throat> you you'll do that, and this way you're booked ahead of the game. Sure, when you book things far out, sometimes they cancel, but that's got nothing to do with you. You still got to keep ahead of the game, and when it cancels, fine, it cancels because you're still gonna take shit as it comes. Now somebody might call you today and go, "Can you do a show tomorrow or next week?" Or, or New Year's Eve, and yeah, still hustle for New Year's Eve if that's where you if you want to work New Year's Eve. There might still be something out there for you. But the point is that, I, that I'm getting at is is you always got to be ahead. And it's not just that I stayed in town for November and I was super super busy doing spots, which I was. It was also I was building my 2023, and I am now booked. I'm still working on it, but I'm now booked through July of next year with a brand new tour, um, and a lot of new material, so really quickly, since we got off started here to a little rocky start, pardon me guys, almost forgot how to podcast for a second, just a quick reminder, um, well first of all, let me let me say, I want to thank everybody who came out to my shows uh, this weekend, I was in Memphis, Tennessee, great time, great room, um, downtown memphis is like a really cool place to visit man uh just uh you know the the music history that is there the the performing artist history that is there definitely gives it a cool vibe man and uh you know i got to go down the famous beale street where till three o'clock in the morning it's just a street of you know bars and live music and i'm really happy that i brought stand-up comedy there and uh, I did a room called High Cotton Brewery, and they had a back room that's meant for events. Nice stage, just a you know nice chandeliers, mood lighting. It was it was unbelievable. I got to do Graceland, which was a bucket list thing for me, and um, it was a very magical experience for me. So that was that was really fucking cool. But bottom line, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to everybody who came out to the shows in Memphis. And here's what I got coming up for you guys next. My New Year's Eve looks like this. Phoenix, Arizona, okay? I got Phoenix, Arizona for you guys. It's December 29th through December 31st. So it's New Year's weekend. You can catch me at the House of Comedy, December 31st. And that's my last gig of the year, my last tour date of 2022, and I'm still doing spots around town this year, but I got a whole 2023 tour planned, I've been non-stop busy working on it, working on my set and material, it's taken a lot of my time, and it's very exciting, you guys, it's very, very exciting, and I hate to say this, but you know me, I'm going to give you guys the truth, is that podcasting doesn't excite me anymore. I'm not inspired to do it, and maybe I'll be inspired to do it again. I'm not saying that I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm here for you guys. I'm going to do an episode a week like I have been doing. I'm sorry I missed a couple, um, but it's just it doesn't excite me anymore. And as an artist, if you're not excited about something, I don't necessarily feel the need to just inspired to do it. You know, it's like a new bit it's so exciting and it works so well and it doesn't mean that your old bits aren't funny anymore it's just you've been doing them for so long and i just really frown upon when a comic does the same bit for like 
years. I went out last night. I did I did two spots last night, and then the third spot I popped into a comic club just to show my face, and I saw a comic on stage that I've known since, I don't know, the, the, almost the entire time I've been a comic. So we're talking about 13 years I've known this guy. He, he went up on stage, and the first joke out of his mouth was the joke that he's been opening with for the entire 13 years. And, <clears throat> you know, it's just always... Doing old jokes always had that stigma to me that it's just not exciting. And not only that, it's like maybe it's a great, 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 great joke. But if you were constantly writing new stuff, constantly, constantly writing, then you get better. As a performing artist, you get better. As a stand-up comedian, uh, whatever it is that you do, you just get better the more you practice, practice, practice. Every year you get better than the last year. So that's kind of a waste if you're better this year than you were last year, but you're still doing the same joke. So it, it doesn't mean that the other joke isn't good anymore. It just imagine what you could write now that you are constantly staying creative and and chasing new ideas and new stuff. So um, that's why like when you do a new bit and it works, what a good feeling. And it's so exciting. And, you know, you can do the old bit and it'll probably still work, but it's almost like going through the motions for you. You know, and I kind of feel like that's where I'm at with podcasting right now. I feel like I'm just going through the motions because, guys, this is episode 400 and something. I don't know what. I've been doing this, what, five years, this homeschool podcast, and we've had ups and downs. I've had high numbers. I've had low numbers. I've had, you know, great guests on here. I've had no guests on here. Co-hosts come and go. People get busy, you know, and I'm just, I'm not excited about it. I'm excited about how I'm becoming a better comedian. I'm excited about how i I'm becoming a better writer. I'm excited about how I'm getting more and more tour dates. And, and, and you know, podcasting, I'm just not excited about. And I'm going to keep doing it. And then I do get things in my head that I want to talk about with you guys. And then I go, oh, i got to do a podcast. So I still do get excited to some extent. But I also don't ever want to come on here and just do it just to do it and give you guys an episode with no value. You know, so I hope you get value from this episode. So... And that's the same, it's the same thing, you know, with a new bit, uh, the exciting new uh, tour, exciting new people and, and bookings that I'm getting and, uh, you know, just finding myself as a comedian and finding where I s- stand and where I lie with other comedians. Just, you know, where's my place? It's very exciting and I'm very happy with the way that my performances are going. Um <clears throat> I, I like to stay humble, but I've always been realistic. And if you think I'm I'm like sucking my own dick here, if I'm having too much of an ego, check yourself because I'm my worst critic. When people come up to me and tell me, "Oh, you killed it," I, I'm I'm like, "No, I could have done better." So, so, but what I am telling you, I'm I'm realistic and I'm honest with myself. Is that I know where I am, and I've been seeing that the consistency of the jokes is paying off more often than not. I've been seeing where I lie on lineups. Like, <clears throat> I'm not saying I'm unfollowable. I ain't got that much of a of an ego, you guys, and I ain't that stupid either. I'm not saying that, but I am saying I'm getting pretty close to being able to follow almost everybody. Okay, so I've had, uh, you know, to follow fucking beasts, and I've had to follow guys that are bombing because both of those can be difficult to follow. And I'm not saying that I'm there yet, but I'm saying I'm close to being like I could follow almost anyone. Now, granted, I haven't 
had to go after Bill Burr in a while. Although a couple months ago at the Comedy Store, it was like a fucking crazy lineup of like Russell Peters, Eddie Bravo, uh, uh, who who uh, who else? Uh, Brett Ernst, and um, it was uh, Jim Jeffries, and then it was like me at the end, and I did fucking good. Okay, good, not great, close to great, good. <laughs> okay, so, but I, that's that's what I'm saying to you is that like, but I, I'm not trying to boast myself too much because I've been in such. Situ- there's all kinds of situations that I maybe even haven't ran into yet. But you know, doing a three minute spot, it's like how am I going to be able to to fucking win a room in three minutes is another difficult thing. Or how am I going to win a room that is so dead, like they have no energy? You know, there's that too. Like I've been in both situations where just a bunch of comics bombing. The crowd lost faith in the show. They stopped even watching the show. They were on their phones. And I'm like, oh, that's a horrible feeling to go on stage and try to get their faith back in into the stage again. And then I've also had to go up where guys were just murdering. You know what I mean? I was at a show the other day that was just a packed comedy club of Latin people. For, for Latino night, all the comedians were Latino. The guy who was supposed to close it was going right before me, but I showed up and the owner was like, no, you can go close it. And I said, okay. But the guy before me was like murdering with, with Latin stuff too, speaking Spanish and dancing for them. I'm like, oh, I'm never going to be able to follow this guy in a Latin room. He's doing Latin jokes, speaking Spanish. Like I don't do none of that shit. I'm a fucking California kid. Guys, I went up stage and, and I fucking... And I handled I handled that shit too, you know. It's just, and this comes from hum, a humble place, and it comes from an honest place, and it comes from practice. It just comes from fucking practice. And I'm so thankful for that month that I took off in November because not only did it remind people that I still live in LA, I never moved during the pandemic, and but it also showed them that since I've been gone in the last like two years, where I'm mostly doing all my stand up on the road. I came back a fucking beast and people like are now like acknowledging me and I'm getting booked everywhere here in town. So it was, it was a great thing to do and it was the right time to do it. So I I encourage you to, if you live in a city, go out, hang out at all the comedy rooms in the city the whole week. If you can, if there's a lot, try to do them all one a night or two a night. If there's not that many, do that one a bunch of times like just remind people you didn't go anywhere um have a place where the people you want to see you crush don't hang out at so you can go work over there and build and get better and get better and practice you know like the dungiest dungiest underground open mic which is just comics who aren't really in the click you know work there work there work there and um I have no idea what just happened to Zoom. It just decided it was going to take a shit on me because it's a piece of shit fucking site. Um, anyway, back to meeting, you dumb fuck. All right, still recording. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, and then, so, so, so anyway, bottom line is what I'm trying to get at is like, don't forget how important it is to, to go out. Why does my fucking Zoom keep doing that, man? keeps fucking just going out of the the camera i don't even know if it's still recording you guys will be able to see me fuck that's another reason i don't fucking like to do podcasts it's so fucking frustrating dealing with all these uh this technology 
that it's like to zoom zoom is like fucking dog shit dude now it wants me to start a new meeting this thing's on fucking crack man anyway i hope that you guys are getting something from this fucking episode oh man but zoom is on fucking crack dude what a garbage product anyway uh so what I was anyway back to what my point is it's important to be out it's important to show your face it's important to get up as much as you can and better yourself at your craft now here's the second thing that I wanted to talk about is uh I've talked to you guys in the past a couple uh, a couple episodes ago about how by the way people watching on YouTube now are just fucked right now cuz they can't see shit uh, I'll try to I'll, I don't know I'll put a picture for this part oh now it's back on and it's recording you fucking dumb whore all right so um <clears throat> i've talked about in, on on a couple episodes in the past about how difficult it is to come back to la and they want to give you these five minute spots these eight minute spots 10 minute spots 15 that's usually how it goes comic store gives you three typical spots are five to ten or, or uh, you know, seven to ten, or like fifteen is like the most you'll get in LA for doing spots. And I was talking about how difficult it is to learn how to do those shorter sets again because when you're given that forty-five to sixty minutes on the road, oh, it's fucking great. Oh, just a freedom to really have a broad paintbrush with those bits that you wrote and see where they can really go. And then you saw the the the, the brilliance of where those bits could have gone. And then you re-edit them to be like this great solid bit and then you come back and it's like that bit alone is five minutes like what are you talking about so i've been talking about that so now to talk to you guys how i've been rewriting a bunch of new stuff and working la a lot working bar shows comedy clubs and mics and i actually built like a brand new 15 minute set so and it it works great for me to do anywhere between five and 15 and uh so now in memphis i just had to go back to doing an hour and it was like i had to learn how to do that all over again so now i have like this new 15 minutes which are in a perfect order so then i have to figure out where can i take that 15 minutes and separate it put them in with old stuff and then remember the new order of the whole entire hour so that was extremely challenging so my second thing in in terms of advice for you guys today is be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Be prepared. Um, write down your set list, even though it's the one you've been doing forever. Always have it written down. Always have the new stuff written, you know, next to it or on a different page, and then see where the new stuff can fit into the other one. And then just get your set list down. A lot of guys wing it. A lot of guys don't stay married to the script to the set list, which is great. Be in the moment. I say. But have that plan in your back pocket. You can always go back to and have it down. Um, Memphis, I would say that overall, I think I got I, I like I'm happy with my set overall. I got the room. I think people really, really enjoyed the show, enjoyed my performance, and um, I know that I could have done a better show though. I know it because. It was the first time being back on the road after a month with a brand new 15 minutes figuring out how it's going to go with my old stuff. And I took a bunch of old stuff out that I don't want to do anymore too. So the new 15 minutes replaced it, but it can't just replace it in the same spot. It's got to replace it in 
in a good order and it was my first time doing an hour with the new order and I didn't have it down yet and so I was like thinking a little bit or pausing and I did switch an order of something that would have worked better if I had it in the way I should have had it so um hopefully that's a lesson to all you guys it's just it don't matter if you're doing three five ten 15, 20, 45, 30, an hour. Um, I was at the comedy store last night. I did potluck three minutes, you know. So we're talking about a guy for two years that was doing an hour on the road, coming back for a month and doing solid, you know, five to 15-minute sets, then going back on the road doing an hour, then the very next day coming back to comedy store and doing just three minutes it's very up and down up and down and up and down and these are all places where each one has to be tight if someone wants you to do three this better be tight this better showcase who i am you bet it better be funny i better win the crowd over i better hook them in right away like it's got to do all of it same thing if you're doing a 30 minute set it's got to be like a perfect 30 a perfect 60 perfect 10 so it just takes practice 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 experience and um I'm doing it, you guys. So just to give you an example of how fucking busy I am right there, all right? I got on a plane Friday night. Didn't get to land to Memphis till midnight. Got myself an Airbnb. Very uncomfortable Airbnb. Probably the worst Airbnb I ever stayed in. It was like new. They didn't even have furniture yet. They had one bed, one couch. Couch was like a futon size that you would see in a dorm. So I couldn't even go sleep on the couch you know, when you're in Airbnb and the mattress is uncomfortable, you can't even go out on the couch. Uh, and then the next, and then we heard gunshots. So, so the next day I checked out and I went to, I got myself a hotel and did the show Saturday night. Yeah, Sunday I did the museum in the morning, but then jumped on a plane Sunday night, landed, got home about midnight, woke up at six o'clock in the morning to do my workout class. Went to my day job, which I got one of those, and we'll do a whole other episode on how I'm getting very close to that not being needed anymore, and that's another episode to come in the future. I got a lot to talk to you guys about, and um, then directly from the day job, found out that I was doing comedy store potluck, drove all the way to the store. I mind you, this is me like landed. At at, at 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 midnight the night before six o'clock workout went to work did an eight hour shift at this office job that I got fucking over the phone sales shit ran to the comedy store do the three minutes ran to uh, um, Hamburger Mary's which is uh, another spot in West Hollywood that I had I was booked on to do the show on my way home stopped at a comedy club to show my face and uh, you know now today doing a doing another podcast and, and and I got a, I got a show Friday in Burbank. It's like just to give you an an idea of how exciting things are going and things are looking up but how busy they are. And I haven't been motivated to podcast and uh what am I going to do hide it, hide it from you guys? Half-assed episodes in? No, I'm going to talk to you guys about it because that's what we do here. We document the journey, all right? This is the memoirs of a fucking stand-up comedian who hasn't made it yet. All you guys want to go listen to all these stand-ups who have the biggest fucking podcast in the world, and that's great, and that's entertainment, and and I'm entertained by them too. But 
you got to give a listen to these guys who haven't made it. I'm documenting, I'm documenting the journey in real time and sharing you with you everything that I'm going through. So, and that's what we do here at Homeschool Podcast. We document the journey. I hope you guys got something from this episode. I got a lot of episodes coming up. I got guests lined up. I want to talk to you guys about day jobs and when it's time to call it a quits because and focus on the career. Um, I want to do a whole other episode about how it paid off to to be prepared after the pandemic, hit the ground running. So it's all to come. It's all to come. Homeschool Podcast is still here for you, at least for the time being. I got I got plans for it in the future. I'm thinking once we get to episode 500, it's just going to be a straight comedy class podcast. All right. So, um, which is basically what Homeschool Podcast is, documenting the journey of a performing artist. So, not just comedy, but hopefully anybody who's a performing artist struggling. And my fucking Zoom went out again. Hopefully you guys um, can relate to this. Anyway, guys, so that's what I got coming up for you. And look at this fucking Zoom going in and out again. What a bitch. All right, so I hope to see you guys. Listen, I'm doing a taping in Burbank this Friday. It's December 9th, and it's at uh, some comedy theater. I forget the name, but it's on my website, homeschoolpod.com. Click on tour, all right? So it's in Burbank. It's a comedy competition, but it's like a taping pilot for Netflix or something like that. So um, come out, support. I I don't normally do contests, but it's a taping, so I thought, fuck it, do it. Maybe I'll win some money. You guys come out, cheer for me, vote for me, and uh, that's this Friday night. Besides that, I'll see you in Phoenix for New Year's Eve, and um, I got 2023 tour dates coming to coming uh, coming soon for the brand brand new tour dates. I'll announce the locations and the dates. But for now, I'll see you guys this Friday in Burbank, or I'll see you in Memphis for New Year's Eve weekend. Tickets are available at homeschoolpod.com. Thank you for the support. Thank you for continuing to support Homeschool Podcast. Thank you for the love. Because don't forget that only love can save the world. I'm Augustino Zoida. This is Homeschool Podcast. Peace.